actress Catherine Heigl is a passionate animal advocate who has saved over 16,000 dogs through her foundation. During her time with these thousands of dogs, she's seen more issues with dogs' odors, joints, and health. She's done a ton of research on the subject and believes there's a key factor in canine health, their food. Inspired by her own desire for a healthier food option for her dogs, Heigl created Superfood Complete. This dog food is packed with over 30 wholesome ingredients, including superfoods known for their health benefits. Superfood Complete isn't just about delicious food. It's also about giving back. Badlands Ranch, the maker of Superfood Complete, supports the Jason the Bus Heigl Foundation, which helps rescue dogs and find them loving homes. Join dog owners across America who are seeing positive changes in their furry friend's health with Superfood Complete. Go to BadlandsRanch.com MC911 and order right now to get up to 50% off your regular priced order with a 90-day money-back guarantee. If you want your dog to experience all these incredible things, go to BadlandsRanch.com MC911 today. In today's episode... It will be a shorter episode, but I did want to have something put out to let people listen to just in case you have to wake up at 4 a.m. and need something to listen to. But I wanted to go over something that happened here in Nashville that has everyone that knows about it in an absolute uproar. But what they don't know is things like this. It's certainly not the first time that something like this has happened. 911, what is the address of your emergency? Yeah, uh, my name is Mukunzi Romariza, so uh, I'm, I'm parking here on my car, so I don't know who drives my car. You think, do you think it's somebody stole your car? You think somebody stole it? Yes, I don't know. Okay, yeah. where are you? Uh, I'm in the Kroger, Kroger, uh, Kroger, uh, uh. Do, do you know which Kroger you're at? Can you tell me what street you're on? Uh. Yeah. Excuse me. Uh, this is a police so She needs the address for you. What side? Uh, I parked in my car here, so I'm going to to Kroger to buy. So I'm wasting my car here. It's uh, cheap. So I don't know who drives my car. So I, I saw the police behind me. Wait, you're saying someone stole your car? Uh, my car? Did somebody stole your car? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know who drove my car. Why didn't you lock? Why did Why did you not lock it? No, no, look. I'm going to. I'm forgetting my wallet in the store, so I'm going to, to check my wallet. So I don't know my car here. Oh, okay. Yes. Policy say where is the address? Oh, oh, address. Yeah. It's thirty four ten Galton Pike. All right, thirty four ten Galton Pike at the Kroger out in East Nashville. Yes. Thank you so much. Can you put the gentleman back on the phone? Yes, yeah, she's right here. Yeah. Thank you. I forget my. Uh, okay. So, uh, you know, my baby and the car. My baby's a car. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, my child's a car. Are you, you yeah. Hold on, hold on. Are you yeah, my him? baby's a car. Listen, sir, listen to me. Yeah. I need you to stop talking to the other people around you, okay? I need you to talk to me. Did you say your baby was in the car when it was stolen? Yeah, yeah. My okay. baby's in a car and I'm uh, uh, yeah. Tell me about your car. What's the year, color, make, and model? Yeah, my car is a green, green, the blue. My car is a blue. A blue what? A uh, blue car. A blue car. Sir, do you speak another language? Uh, my language is Kinyarwanda. 
Okay, listen, we're having trouble communicating. What, what other language do you speak? Kinyarwanda. Kinyarwanda? Yes. Okay, don't hang up. I'm getting an interpreter on the phone, but I'm starting the police as well, okay? Okay, please. Thank you. Don't hang up. Uh, language you need. For Spanish, press 1. For Arabic, press 2. For all other languages, please press 0. Please select the language you need. For Spanish, press 1. You selected customer service. Please hold for the next available client services representative. Don't hang up. I already have them started. Hello? Sir, tell the... Hello? Hello? Yes, I'm getting an interpreter on the line. Please don't hang up. I already have police started, but don't hang up. Okay, please. That's the police? Yeah. 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 My car is a blue. Tell the other people you're talking to you have 911 on the line. Hello? Hello? Yes, ma'am. I believe he says he speaks Kenya Rhonda. Connected to the next available interpreter, so that your interpreter may better assist you. I'm still waiting for the police. They're coming. We're still getting another interpreter. Hello? Yes, is this an interpreter? Yes. Interpreter, listen, they're already on the line. Ask them what is the year, color, make, and model of your vehicle. What is the model of Ford what? Before the uh, me, me see, me focus, focus, focus. Sir, did you see which way the vehicle went? Okay. Did you see which way the vehicle went? Okay. Did you see which way the vehicle went? I can't let the police 
because they are here and then I'm going to, to call my wife okay. and they're here and four minutes and then I'll go to outside. Which way did they go? Okay. Uh, I'm going to the police are with them, okay? Oh, uh, no. Okay, thank you. Thank you. A couple things to start off with before diving into the content of this call. First thing, there was an obvious communication barrier. We have this quite often. Most days I'm on the phones. I have to use our language line for an interpreter to translate a language I don't know. The vast majority of these I do in Nashville are in Spanish. We will get an occasional Arabic or sometimes kind of a rarity, but we'll have a different language past this. Some of the other languages, as you can tell in this call, it can take a bit of time to get an interpreter on the line. For this caller, he spoke Kenya Rwanda. This is a language spoken by roughly 10 million people in a few African countries. Luckily, in this call, we had police on the scene pretty quickly after we got a general idea of what was going on. The second thing, and this is something that really gets under my skin on a lot of calls, if you're calling 911 for any reason at all, only talk to the 911 operator. People call seriously every single day, and I or anyone else up there answers the phone to a full conversation happening in the background or after we have our initial greeting read to the person. They give barely any info at all and then start talking to someone else around them. To those of you listening out there, if you have to call 911, you're using a tool meant to help people in potentially life-threatening emergencies. The phrase, when seconds count, that holds true on every call we take. If you call 911 and maybe your call isn't life-threatening, you could be taking seconds away from someone else calling in that does have a life-threatening emergency. I think I may have said it on this show before, but how would you like it if you were on the phone holding up a dispatcher from getting the info needed and your grandmother or some other relative is calling in and they're having a medical emergency or they just got attacked by a burglar or something along that line? Just talk with a dispatcher and once you get off the phone... You can chat till your tongue falls off with everybody standing around you. We're there to get help out to you as quickly as possible while getting pertinent information that may aid in getting a suspect caught on the way there. Like in this call, if we were driving out there and passed by this vehicle, we could have stopped it. But because of a few factors, the language barrier being one and this caller talking to other people around them being the other, we didn't get the full vehicle description before the police got out there. But in this call, as you heard, a car was stolen and a baby was inside the car. Now you may be asking, how does this happen? Where does something like this happen? Well, it can happen anywhere. If you do a few things like these people did. The caller on this, as well as the mother of the child, to me listening to the call, it seemed like the car was just stolen in the past few minutes. That wasn't the case at all. The car was driven to a grocery store called Kroger. I say it like that because I know not everyone has a Kroger where you're at. If you don't, a Kroger is a large grocery store. To give you an idea of its size, they're generally about the same size as a Publix, 
but not quite as big as a store like Walmart. But at any given time, there could be well over 100 people inside the store shopping. The reason I'm saying this, this would mean there's a lot of cars in the parking lot and a lot of foot traffic in and out of the place. In this case, the car was left unlocked and with the keys in the ignition. With the car still running and the baby left in the back seat. If the timeline I've read is accurate, the couple left their unlocked and running car with the one-year-old baby still inside at around 6 p.m. at the Kroger store, one of three of which is on Gallatin Road here in Nashville. As you can imagine, 6 p.m. at a grocery store is about the busiest time there is. The car was there in the parking lot for about 20 minutes before someone came along and hopped in the vehicle and drove off in it. A further problem past this. I'm not saying in any way, shape, or form that it's okay to ever leave your baby unattended in a car. I'm also not saying that it's ever okay to leave your car unlocked and with the keys inside running. If these people would have walked away for a split second and saw their car being driven off, that's one thing. The car was there for 20 minutes running while they were inside the store shopping. The problem past this, they didn't see the car being driven off. This is because they were inside the store and didn't walk out with their groceries until almost 7 p.m. Somewhere in their minds, they thought it would be okay to leave their car running in a busy parking lot in a big city with their baby unattended in the car for an hour. I don't care who you are or where you're from. This isn't okay anywhere. I don't care if you live in the heart of Los Angeles, East Nashville, or in the middle of nowhere. It's not okay anywhere or anytime. If you're listening heavily to that call, you may have also noticed that one of the guests on our show was the call taker on that. My co-worker and good friend Amanda, she's been on a couple episodes in the past. I think she did a great job on this call with as little info as she had. She quickly identified this as a very important emergency situation and got PD started immediately. Police got on the scene took down the info about the vehicle as well as the child and began their search for the vehicle. An Amber Alert was issued for the child, and if you're local here in Tennessee or the immediate surrounding areas, you got an alert on your phone about it. A bit of time passed by, and we get another phone call. Metro Nashville, Police Fire Medical. Yeah, I think I may have found the card for that missing little boy. But I have not gotten out because I have my kids with me. I have not checked the license plate, but it's a floor, it's a, like a electric blue Ford Focus. It has the missing rims, and it has the tinted windows as the picture. Um, so I don't know if someone wants to come out and, and check on this. You said it has the tinted windows and the what? It has like a tinted windows and it there's in the picture it looks like there was no like silver rims, like it was black rims. And it's down the street from the 
location that I think that they um, took the child from. But I'm not sure. What's the address of where you are? Call it in. Oh, we're near 914 through 1062 Holmes Road. That's the road we're on. Home, home Road. You got a cross street with Holmes Road? What is the cross street? Let's see. Where's that at? We're right here. And it's like down the okay. Holmes Road. And then it's off of Hart Lane, it looks like. Yeah. I, I, I will be so upset if it's not it, but it looks just like that picture. Okay, I'm not sure where. What, what county are you it, in? Um, this is in uh, Nashville. And you said Holmes? H-O-M-E-S and Heart Lane? Home. H-O-M-E Lane. And it crosses with Heart Lane? Yeah, uh, yeah like, it's Home Road and Home um, Heart Lane. Okay, I'm not sure where Home Lane and Home Road and Heart Lane cross each other. Do you see an address that it's in front of? Uh, no. uh, we just passed by it and saw it, and we didn't want to get too close to it. No. Um, it's, not, it's like near the National Trail Blazers. Uh, well, you know, that's very popular. So no, was the there. car on home, okay. home Road or on Heart Lane? Home Road. It's Home Road. It's just sitting there by itself. About H and H Automotive Repair. You said H and H. That's what's showing on the Automotive Repair. What's the phone number you're calling from? What's your name? Candace Whiting. Did you see any part of the tag? I had my kids with me, so I did not go up to the car. But the car is back in backwards. Just a second. I'm going to feel so stupid if this is not the car. <laughs> and you said it's on home lane and it's is pulled where on home road? Is it in a business parking lot? It is like a business. It's like some type of building right there. I'll go ahead and get this information sent up, and we'll get officers out there near Home Road and Heart Lane as soon as we can. Okay, thank you. It turns out that was the car that was stolen. I'm making an assumption here, but I believe the thief probably figured out that there was a baby in the back and then quickly ditched the car. I say this because the car was found actually very close to where it was stolen from. Probably only a quarter of a mile or maybe even less from that Kroger. And you may be thinking, why wasn't the car 
found nearly immediately if it was that close. Well, a blue Ford Focus, that's probably one of the most popular cars on the roadway right now. You could drive almost anywhere and see dozens of them pass by you. That and the car was left at a auto repair shop that I'm familiar with as far as location and what is generally out there, which is usually about a dozen or so cars that have been or are waiting to be worked on. A car like that could easily blend in. And on top of that, home road, there's really not too much of anything on that road other than a couple of businesses, and that's really about it. It's more of a cut-through road that goes from Galton Pike to Hart Lane. Either way, it would be easy to have people drive right by that car and never pay attention to it at all. Luckily, this woman did pay attention. The baby was found sleeping in the backseat of the car, even though it had been nearly six hours that that baby was back there. Security footage of the theft, as well as the suspect, was released, and the suspect was identified as one Brandy Rhodes, a 33-year-old woman. I'm not sure of the exact charges that are going to be filed on her, but she already had a warrant for failure to appear in court for a previous assault charge. I would imagine auto theft and some degree of kidnapping will be listed on there, as well as maybe some sort of uh, other child endangerment. And speaking of that, the parents of the child, they've both been cited for child endangerment as well, for leaving their kid in the car unattended. As of recording this, as far as I know, the suspect Brandy Rhodes is still on the loose. That's going to do it for this episode, but I also wanted to put out a little something that could help me and my coworkers, the city of Nashville, and potentially you as well. My center is getting ready to start the hiring process for a new dispatcher class. If any of you have listened to the show and thought you would like to do what I do, I would invite you to go ahead and apply. As of now, the posting hasn't gone live, but it will within the next week or so. You guys are the first to get this info. You got the insider's knowledge on it. Whenever that happens with the job going live, I'll post the link on all the various social medias about the job. But to give you an idea of what the stats are with the job, Starting pay will be $41,767 a year, which is around $20 an hour, and that'll increase to around $44,000 a year within a year. Increment raises are given pretty regular, as well as cost of living raises and position raises too. Within usually around three or four years, you'll be at the $50,000 a year mark. On top of that, we have some pretty decent benefits health, dental, and vision insurances, as well as other benefits are available, life insurance, and just here recently, something pretty huge, we're now considered first responders and are covered under the public safety pension plan, which not only increases your pension some, but decreases the amount of years you'll have to work before being eligible for a pension. So, earlier retirement. As always, if you have any questions about this or the episode, Feel free to send me a message or send me an email. For Music City 911, I'm Brandon, and y'all have a good one.